If you've been following what I do in my little corner of the internet over here for any real length of time, you'll know that it is my firm position that the 60-year or longer ongoing crisis in the church has manifested in the current pontificate in collaboration and alliances with secular forces that seek to reshape the world in the image of the dreams of the ruling elite under the guise of sustainable development. We've all seen the advocacy for tearing down national borders, the promotion of endless waves of new Europeans and new Americans into the developed countries of the world, and even lately, new Japanese, if you can believe it, the pushing of environmental programs at numerous synods, including the most recent Amazon synod, and the bizarre way that Francis and those around him call our current crisis a chastisement from nature, not from God. It is truly bizarre times we live in, but the crisis of modernism in the church can only truly manifest itself in bizarre ways. Today I have something odd but very informative for you. It's the leaking of information from an Italian source to an Italian journalist, Marco Tosati, about how the work of pushing the agenda of the worldwide government continues at the Vatican despite the current crisis, maybe even emboldened because of the current crisis. Tosati is one of those rare reporters who actually is a journalist, so we are indebted to him for this, his publishing this report himself on his own website. The following is that report, it's pretty short, translated into English via Google Translate, so bear with me on there. A link to the original is found on the source's blog, as usual. Quote, Dear Tosati, our intelligence tells us of the strategic, secret plans they are working on at the United Nations, in direct collaboration with the, U the new UNESCO headquarters in Rome, the former Vatican City-State, directly with the chairman of the board, Jorge Bergoglio. We had access to five dossiers, out of a total of 12, which I would like to briefly anticipate to its readers, so they, that they can comment on them with as many people as possible. This is to create a common feeling, to be able to prepare to face its implementation, at least in part. First, a media campaign, an Orwellian type 1984, will be launched shortly aimed at convincing subtly, at least the Western world, of the obvious correlation between human life and the life of nature. Mother Earth and animals, so to speak. It will be explained to us thanks to the great elite leaders. Pope Bergoglio and Primus has already begun. That the current crisis teaches us that it is necessary to protect the planet, not the human creature. That the selfish, greedy man, cancer of nature, was destroying, creating the imbalances that caused the affliction. The voracious man eats every type of living animal, poisons the soul, war, water, and air thus creating the affliction and the conditions of its proliferation, created thanks to his anxiety of economic growth at all costs. Scientific studies will be proposed that will document the relationship between climate and the crisis. Little, little Greta will be replaced with the daughter of an HIV patient who will witness the effects of the, of the affliction. 2. It will be explained that, the, that to prevent any possible next crisis, we must intervene on climate, nutrition, and births. The great solution strategies that will be considered necessary and imposed on newspapers, televisions, universities, etc. will be degrowth, only green economy, but above all, inclusion. Inclusion means importing peoples from countries immune to the affliction in order to make them mate with native indigenous women and solve the immune problems of Europeans in the medium term. 3. The new rulers will no longer have to be the old technocrats of finance, but will have to be the scientists, preferably belonging to American universities such as Stanford, which will soon open the Italian branch 
the LUMSA headquarters of the Pope's university, who will determine how we should live, eat, reproduce, etc. 4. True global cooperation must be established immediately. Therefore, we must facilitate the affirmation of global bodies, such, such as the health organization and glo greater global controls. Sovereignism, it will be shown, is very harmful. Your Salvini will prove that he is an enemy of humanity. Your Emma Bonino will be nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize, and she'll get it, sponsored by George and Croza. 5. The role of the private sector in the economy must be reduced. The private individual is selfish and an avid speculator. Only the state ensures the common good. As there are no more statists in your country, you will be convinced to import them from France, obviously on a proposal from the Grand Orient. Dear Tosati, remember that we have informed you. Now do what you can. The only person I can't advise you on how to behave is Bergoglio. I see that you are doing a great campaign on propaganda on the ground. You have created an anti-propaganda commission. Why don't you think of an anti-Francis association? It is now evident to those who report. However, we have warned you. End quote. Again, that was an anonymous leak to Marco Tosati, who is a real journalist. Some of the wording here is almost humorous in the way it's presented. But, you know, I digress. And there is a lot to digest there. Again, a link to it is on the sources page. Go to returntotradition.org to read it for yourself. I only edited out words to fit the, shall we say, tastes of our wonderful, lovely host on this lovely platform known for its total embracing of freedom. First, the new technocrats will be scientists, not the financial elites of the current or maybe now old order. If you've been watching The Price of Oil lately, you know why I might be saying now the old order. This should surprise no one who has seen any of the press conferences government leaders around the world have been having, all with, the, with their selection of scientific experts who now dictate how much of our freedoms we must surrender to the scientific elite, including, or maybe especially, the right to follow and practice our Catholic faith, such as the way of things at the moment. The media campaign spoken of has already begun. I've reported on Francis's weird but honestly not surprising statements about how nature is punishing us for our sins of consumerism which is itself a pretty weird application of the Catholic notion that materialism and wealth can and often do become idols that separate us from God. Only God in this case appears to be nature, the mother earth of the packy mommy demon idol we saw enthroned in Rome. Whether that idol was used as a symbol for this by the elites is irrelevant, because those who enthroned the demon in October it was a very real act of worship that they publicly engaged in. That crime was committed on October 4th, Feast of St. Francis of Assisi, in the Vatican Gardens, followed quickly by the presentation of the idol over the bones of St. Peter in the Great Basilica. On October 6th, the world received the new warning from Sister Agnes, the approved mystic in Japan from the original warnings of Our Lady of Akita in the 1970s, who warned us at, on October 6th to put on sackcloth and ashes, implying that the message from 1973 was, on, was much closer to being fulfilled now than it was at that time. That leads us to the second point of this leak that was given to Tosadi. Pakimami is the demon of fertility, and its worship has always required blood. The technocrats will tell us that we, and by, what, by we, I mean they, must control populations to prevent the next affliction and to curb a future environmental catastrophe. It's also predictable, which leads to point four, greater worldwide cooperation and a rejection of the political movements growing across the West. Sovereignty must end, and the scientific dictatorship must take over. For our own good, of course. We must all embrace scientism. 
and private-led commerce must end as well, because, I mean, obviously, right? I would normally say that I really don't know what to think of all this, but to be honest, all you have to do is look at the major events of the past several years in Rome to see this playing out. The likes of Jeffrey Sachs and other experts on human population have been invited numerous times to the Vatican at the behest of Francis, all pushing for curbing human population in the name of sustainable development. They cheerleaded Laudato Si. They promoted the agenda behind the Amazon Synod. The real agenda, not that fake agenda that many of us were distracted with, involving changes to the mass and ordinations that almost certainly never come to pass. And they continued at every possible opportunity to chide Catholics around the world for choosing the Catholic values of subsidiarity and solidarity to promote the common good. Also, Catholic values, in their home countries, with their neighbors, over the interest of a fake community of the whole planet that doesn't even exist. There is no global us. No one world, despite what the celebrities and their fundraising efforts on television will tell you these days. So no, this leak doesn't surprise me at all. It is at the logical next step that's outlined here. Originally, the Vatican had scheduled for May a conference for the promotion of the UN's Global Education Pact, where Jeffrey Sachs had promised to provide annual funding for the Pope's global education efforts that dwarfs the Vatican's annual operating budget. Sachs and others have said that they want access to the students who will be the targets of these programs, so that they can push their values on them through Catholic schools of all kinds. They said it on the public record. This goes all the way back, they're thinking, to John Dewey and his education reforms of the 20th century, where, they believe, where he believed and pushed the notion that the purpose of education was to create the, the ideal citizen. For more information on the, this global education pact, have a look at the various videos I've done on this. Originally, this was scheduled for May, but the current crisis was pushed, has been pushed, you know, this thing all the way back to October, to coincide at least partially with the 103rd anniversary of the miracle of the sun at Fatima. While I'm certain that the scheduling isn't intentional, and I don't think the warnings of Our Lady of Fatima are in anyone in Rome's minds these days, it is worth noting that they had originally planned to launch this right around the Feast of Our Lady of Fatima in May. Odd timing in all of this. But that is the agenda, allegedly. I suppose we'll all see how it plays out. Given the growing instability in the global economy and the growing tensions between East and West right now as a result of the affliction and political ambitions that can only be described as imperial in nature, we don't really know what will be going on in the world when October rolls around. But, God willing, I'll be here to try to make sense of this for all of you. So, as always, thank you for supporting this channel. It is appreciated, especially in these times of demonic chaos. Keep praying for the Church and for those trying to restore order in this mess. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.